0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family parenting podcast. You can find more helpful advice at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash parenting podcast.
1: Think back to when you first learned you were going to be a parent. You probably imagined all sorts of great things that you would experience with your child and then reality set in. And the fact is, there's no greater reward or challenge than raising a child, but Um, There is a moment when they take ownership of life and their faith, and that's what you're working toward. I'm John Fuller with Danny Huerta, the head of our Parenting and Youth Department. And Danny, uh, as parents, we all have expectations, and um, it seems like they set us up for disappointment all the time. How do we be reasonable and realistic with our expectations, especially when our kids are still young?
2: Well, really, you want to define success as a couple? Maybe you writing down, what would be success for my children? Is it growth? Is it a spiritual life that's vibrant with uh, Heavenly Father, and that would include failure and disappointment and all kinds of (laughs) moments, speed bumps along the way? Uh, Or am I looking for a successful child that is an, an amazing business person great abilities athletically. start to define success early on for you because that will make a difference as to how you're parenting and what your where your goals are pointed. And research consistently has pointed towards a growth mindset being the way to go instead of a fixed one where you expect your child to be amazing at everything right off the bat. Yes. And you want to look at your expectations because that not only puts pressure on you, but also the child, and they feel that. And once they fail that, it really creates a crisis for them. Mm. And sometimes in that we tend to compliment them out of this need for them to be perfect rather than giving them really positive feedback and also constructive feedback along the way.
1: Well, we're going to hear a little bit more about this, particularly taking that stress and pressure off and having some good expectations, reasonable, and bringing some fun into your parenting journey. Focus president Jim Daly met in the studio with Kim Trobe and Courtney DeFeo. Courtney is the author of a book called In This House, We Will Giggle.
3: You talked about what you thought parenting was going to be like, and then the little ones arrived, and it didn't quite fit with your expectations. Most parents experience that. Talk about that disconnect, what you thought was going to happen and what really happened.
0: Absolutely. The best illustration I can give you is the Pottery Barn Kids catalog. And I don't know (laughs) of a parent out there that didn't flip through those dreamy, pictures and things. Smiling children. Yes, they are so cute. Mm. And my nursery is going to be so clean and lavender (laughs) and um, the diapers are going to be stacked up just like that. (laughs) And my kids are going to have these outfits on and we are going to sit and do a puzzle quietly. And they never get dirty. Right, right. And the shoes are going to look like that. And then this thing happened. Um, Real people came to live with me and they actually needed real food. Um, And we had to get them to bed and it just all kind of blew up. And um, (laughs) you saw my real sinful self and anger came out and frustration with my husband and the kids needed things and they cried and so my reality became really scary and so i think for most parents that reality is a harsh thing to face and so we can either get bogged down by that or get a new game plan to say how do we keep going in the midst of chaos and either get depressed or just have a new game plan to go with it and enjoy it or give up
3: well and you've written this book in this house we will giggle and i think most parents most level-headed parents want their home to be full of joy and fun But there are some things they got to do and they got to have responsibility. Talk about that balance, that tension, because uh, that even shows up in the parents themselves. You know, one is perhaps more fun and wants to forget about the chores, while the other one. Is all about the yeah, chores. Absolutely.
0: And there's some, a misconception with my book that it's, you know, this is in the absence of discipline. And I think that's far from the truth. That there are some things, some boundaries and discipline that have to happen um, in the basis of this book, that we've got to have boundaries and a safe place for our kids. But as we go about life in Deuteronomy 6 7, it says, impress upon your children as you go, you know, as we take them to carpool, we can include really important things like virtues. And that's why the book has 12 virtues that are biblically based. And then we can do it in a fun way. So there's less lectures and more laughter, and kids can actually enjoy our homes and not feel like they're just getting the beat down 24-7 on the, who they <laughs> need to become, these good Christian kids. What, what
3: about the parent, though, that they started that direction, but, you know, all the the load of life, it may even be external, you know, the job, the career is not going the way they wanted. Maybe their marriage is not in a good place. And some of that frustration comes out in the home to where it's uh, not a healthy or joyful environment. Talk to that person today about the realization, this is where I'm at. How do they become more joyful for their kids' sake?
0: Yeah, I think there was a time when I met with my mentor when I was just beat down and I was tired. I wasn't enjoying the journey and it was hard to admit that this is not what I thought it was gonna be. And I feel really frustrated about that. And so she had to get honest with me about, you know, is it midweek? Do you need a break? Do you need a babysitter? Are you being honest with your spouse about the demands of the job? Um, And so I think communication is key with your spouse or if you're a single mom, communication is key with the people around you. Do you have enough support? Um, And then just have some fun. My book has 60 um, ideas and how to giggle, and some of those just silly things get a little bit of joy sprinkled back into your life, and you remember that, hey, I actually like these people, and I actually like my family. They're and pretty fun. We're good, with yeah. your permission,
3: we'll post, I think, 10 oh, of those yeah, 60. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Just absolutely. to wet people's appetites. Absolutely.
0: Well, you know what, Courtney? I think that a lot of moms spend their time looking at other people's highlight reels. Exactly. And (laughs) and they're living their own documentary. Absolutely. And they're wondering why they're unhappy. Mm -hmm. And you talked about the 12 virtues. Mm -hmm. Describe a little bit more of that outline and tell people what you're talking about when you're talking about 12 virtues. Yeah, when Ron and I were dedicating our children, we were going to a church in Atlanta. Um, The pastor was Andy Stanley. We've since now moved. But they asked us to say, in a dream scenario, what are five values um, that you would hope that your kids walk out of the home and they have these values just at the core of who they are. And so when we made that list, it's pretty to write those down and say, I want them to be generous kids. I want them to be kind kids. And, but most of these were all biblically based virtues, but then it's tough to say, okay, now how? you know, they don't just wake up and come out patient kids. So that really struck me as how in the midst of feeding my kids, getting them to school, putting them to bed, how do these virtues come to life? How do you bring faith to life in a way that's not a lecture? And so that really became the just passion behind what I was writing about and what I was doing in my own home. And so we started trying to live that out with my young kids. And that became the book. Well,
3: I, you know, the obvious question is when you're trying to teach your kids these virtues, these mm-hmm. values, like patience, and then we come home and we're totally out of patience with <laughs> right. them. There is a bit of a disconnect. right?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think the misconception, too, is that it's a one-time thing and that I'm going to actually solve it with this book. I'm not. So buy it and enjoy the ideas, but I don't want to dupe you into thinking that it's a one-time, because I'm still impatient. I just moved to a new city, and I want all the button up quickly now, but I'm actually impatient. I'm going, God, I'm ready for my house to sell. I'm ready. And so my kids are watching. So I think you're right. The number one thing is that we try to model these things for our kids because kind mothers and kind fathers raise kind kids, but it's not an overnight thing. It's a, you know, a decade maybe, or even more of us modeling these things. Well, sure. And and in that
3: context, what's really helpful is the honesty as a parent to say to your child, I mean, I think it works at every age, really, as long as they can communicate. Um, you know, here's where we're at. This is why mommy's stressed out. Mm -hmm. Just say it so that they know you're not perfect and they know that you're asking perhaps even for forgiveness from them, Yes, that mommy hasn't been patient. And, you know, those are good things to remember. And I think that really does model for your children how to live a life that isn't perfect, that has some failure, but you're striving to do better each and every day.
0: Absolutely. And the forgiveness chapter, I talk a lot about asking for forgiveness uh, from your children and doing it in a way That they hear it genuinely from you Not just saying I'm sorry to get the words out But genuinely asking their forgiveness And I'll never forget being in carpool And carpool guys, I'm telling you, when you're driving your kids anywhere <laughs> They don't have to give you eye- eyeballs You know, they're looking for But in the rearview mirror you can be talking to them And they often talk more and similar at bedtime They are stalling you because they don't want to go to bed And they are willing to talk sometimes So I had to offer a big apology to my one of mine For the way I'd acted the night before And I said, you know what guys, someone in this car deserves a big apology and their eyeballs got huge. Like who's going to be the lucky one? You know, I said, Ella, it was you. I was so unkind to you last night about your tummy hurting. Um, and so it takes a great sense of humility. It's embarrassing, but I think our kids need to see that over and over and over again, that we're not perfect and we're uh, willing to live these virtues out. That could be
3: the next title of your book, how to live in a carpool with giggles. I don't think it's possible.
1: You know, as parents, I think, we sometimes believe we have to be perfect, and we have to have the answers, and um, there's a pressure on me to do the right thing all the time and have all the right answers. But, Danny, it's, it's probably a good thing for our younger kids especially to see us make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Why would that be a good thing?
2: Well, it's important to be able to say, I don't know. <laughs> That's an important thing as a parent, so that you're not feeling the pressure to have all the answers, because there's a Heavenly Father you're going to have to seek Uh, In prayer sometimes for answers But as far as mistakes I I have to tell you one, John (laughs) We were on a trip And uh, my daughter uh, We were getting something out of the car And my daughter grabbed for the door When it was slightly ajar It was kind of um, It wasn't fully latched And I didn't see her hand go in there And then I slammed it And in the impulse She was crying really loud It was in the parking lot of this uh, condo area And I just yanked her hand Out of the, you didn't open the door. I didn't open the door because it was going to take too long to get the keys and the whole thing. And she was screaming loud, and it was a moment (laughs) where, as a parent, you go, "What in the world did I just do?" Yeah. And we've processed that together. It's been a fun thing for my daughter to look back on and say, "Hey, Dad, remember when you almost ripped my finger off (laughs) in the door and it it was cut?" And that was definitely a moment where. You notice there was no thought involved. It was all emotional yeah. response. And we have a reaction, and we have many of those as parents, and we'll make mistakes. The important part is recognizing them, coming back and apologizing and rebridging, because that's the other half that has to be part of our uh, mistake repertoire or history to come back and say, you know, that was not the best, and that wasn't supposed to happen. Will you forgive me? Or, hey, let's solve this. It's not your role as a parent to become the perfect parent, but to be a parent that's loving and that's real, but that also learns how to repair and model that.
1: Mm. Well, I appreciate that wisdom. And uh, if you're looking for ways to be a better parent for your kids, we have a number of great resources uh, that. Uh, are available to you at our website. Let me point out Courtney DeFeo's book, In This House We Will Giggle, which is full of practical, entertaining ways to engage children of all ages with biblical wisdom. We'll send a copy of Courtney's book to you as our thank you gift when you join the support team uh, here at Focus. Make a generous donation of any amount to Focus on the Family Today, and we'll get that book out to you. Um, when you're at the website, do look for the free parenting assessment uh, that Danny and his team have developed. It's easy to fill out. It gives you a quick overview of what's working well in your family and maybe an area or two to uh, work on and improve in. Uh, you'll find details about Courtney's book, the parenting assessment, and ways to donate all in the episode notes. Next time, more from Courtney DeFeo and Kim Troby about teaching your kids the difference between happiness and joy. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.